Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. And yes, we are in the thick of it. Season six, moving right along. Long time listener, go ahead. <laughs> Just bump yourself up about a minute and a half, two minutes from now. You know the drill. New listener, first of all, welcome. And thank you for joining us slash me. The quickest way for you to get up to speed and understand how it is you're going to intentionally build the good supportive habits that are aligned with your goals, there are a few resources, free resources at your disposal. The quickest thing you could do if you're interested is you can text the word HABITS, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444, and you get a free tracking sheet sent to you immediately, and then there's a uh, follow-up tutorial video and that sort of thing. You can also Google PAR. And the habit factor. That's P A R R and the habit factor. With that, you will get all sorts of blog posts and resources that will quickly get you up to speed. Finally, if you go into the iTunes store, if you search the habit factor, there is a free app there. Same should be the case over in the Google Play Store. Just search the habit factor and you get a free app that walks you through the process. We follow the habit factor methodology PAR, plan, act, record and reassess. You reassess after four weeks of tracking. There is a very specific and simple method to do this. All right, now let's get into this episode. Everybody's up to speed. Let's get after it. See ya. Welcome back. Here we go. Happy, happy Monday. Thank you again for joining me slash us. Yes, we got another magnificent MBM Mind Bullet Monday for this Monday, assuming you're listening on a, that's right, a Monday. But before we go there, I'm going to hit you with my GTR. My GTR is this. And I can't believe I haven't shared this. Because it, it's probably two months old at this point. But it occurred to me, I didn't tell you, Equilibrium has updated greatly We've talked so much about Bucket List, but I don't think I told you that the app has been updated. And I do believe it's free until you want to have more than five items and then it's like two bucks or something. But the idea is it's updated. So the Habit Factor in the iOS store is updated. Bucket List is updated. We are updating our Good buddy, mentor, master, Brian Tracy, uh, eat that frog. So that's getting updated all in the iOS store. And then over in the Android world, we are going, I know it's long overdue, so my apologies, but the habit factor is going to be updated for Android. So the GTR is the bucket list is out. It's, it's updated. It's good for the new devices and it's much improved. All right, today, well, let me just back up. So you have the tool to track your habits. You now have, we've talked a lot about bucket list, and it's great to go through that imaginary exercise 
not just your demise, but all these great experiences you want to experience and or achieve. And you just have them in a list, in an app. Again, free. All right, today's today's mind bullet is out of sight. It's it's not quite that simple, but that's how we're that's the short name, out of sight. It's really out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And where do I begin? As always, there's a handful of different ways we're gonna come at this. The the first that comes to mind is we're talking about behavior change. So I'm actually thinking about negative type behaviors and or I guess positive ones. In the, the first example is what what prompted this is by the time this releases, I have to go out. I'm probably 18 or 19 weeks, assuming we don't trip up once a week, 36 hour fasts. And that again, I will do a, an episode about in a while. I'm not at the streak I want to be, but the benefits have been insane. And yes, it's been quite a challenge sometimes. Um, but that's what prompted it. So out of sight, out of mind, I come in the office. I've said this before. I have all my favorite snacks. I got these cashews or these almonds. And excuse me, I'm literally starving. The beauty is I can drink as much <laughs> as much water as I want. But there it is. And it's just staring at me. And I'm just like one cashew. Nobody will know in the office alone. And so what do I do? I start hiding everything, covering it up. I come home and it's the same with the chips or the, uh, the Cheetos, the healthy version of the Cheetos, whatever it is, you open the fridge, there's all this stuff. The point is, if it's out of sight, it truly is out of mind. And, and the lesson here for us all, just as a reminder, is how our environment influences our behaviors, like to an extreme capacity. So for those of you who are like, I'm trying to quit smoking, yet you're hanging out with the same group of friends who want to go out and smoke at the same time, or you keep buying the pack of cigarettes, but you say you want to quit, controlling your environment, you, you can't have the smokes in the car. You can't have the smokes on your person. You can't have the smokes in your house. Don't buy them. They won't be in your environment. Out of sight, out of mind. Control the environment. And it just goes on and on. So whether you're using it for a positive habit, like fasting once a week, or to kill a negative habit, the idea is you're controlling your environment. So what immediately comes to mind is, and we've talked about this before, but the classic, i got to make sure this is recording. There it is. The classic, I think it was Stanford and in the 60s, it's called the marshmallow test or the cookie test. Some of you may know what I'm referring to. They took 
me see if I have this up. I pulled this up a little while ago. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, not there. If it, if I don't, hmm. Well, so I'm just going to do this for you. Sorry. I believe it's Stanford. I'm just trying to give you some of the details, but if you just Google Stanford Marshmallow Test, there's an entire Wikipedia page on it. And it's this idea, okay, so it was early 70s. The Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. It was about this idea of delayed gratification. I have an entire page from the Habit Factor dedicated to this. Delayed gratification. So the story which leads to out of sight, out of mind. If you watch these kids, these guys, I'm just, that's the other thing. I want to get their ages, but I believe they were about six years old. So 1970, 32 children. Come on, give me their ages. 16 boys, 16 girls, range in age from three years to six months to five years and eight months. Interesting. Okay, three and a half to basically five and a half. The median age was four years. All right, that's the last we're going to read of this. Here's the critical information. They put these kids in this room, and they say, Hey, Junior, see this sweet Oreo cookie or these marshmallows, whatever treat is your favorite, buddy. (laughs) I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to leave these things right here. Here's a bell. If you can wait till I come back, you're going to get two of your favorite treat. But you can ring the bell and you get one right away if you want it. And that's the test. Can you delay gratification or do you want the cookie? Do you want the treat right away? Now look, these, the median age was whatever, four years, whatever I said. So these are very, very young kids. A couple key points here. A few very important points. One is that those who performed the best, they say that they followed them throughout their uh, young professional lives and that there was a correlation between how successful they were in school and then jobs and and the rest of their life, whatever that means to you. The point was those who were able to delay gratification perform better in terms of results, money, job, schooling. Those who could not delay the gratification struggled, so they didn't perform as well. What was fascinating is when they looked at the kids that were able to delay gratification, what do you think they were doing? So many of them were covering their eyes, turning away. They were using out of sight, out of mind without knowing it. This was just coming natural to them. They they would stand in the corner and just 
look at a wall. They would cover their eyes completely. So the mind is this funny, funny thing, air quotes. What we focus on expands in our awareness. So the key idea when it comes to building willpower or discipline is to control using this idea that we have one thought in our mind at a time. So substitution, and we've talked about substitution. But out of sight, out of mind is a great way to just put yourself in an environment that supports what it is you're trying to achieve. It makes this idea of willpower much easier. Creating a conducive environment for your goals and your ideals. I hope that makes sense. Hang on one sec. Yeah, the fun, I'm just, so what's semi-fascinating, when, when I looked up out of sight, out of mind, there was so much written about, in terms of psychology, about relationships, which kind of broadsided me, because I was just thinking about behavior as related to either things we're trying to achieve or things we're trying to avoid, tuning our behavior, and there was so much about relationships. You know, does absence make the heart grow fonder, out of sight, out of mind? How do these things jibe or correlate? And as far as we're concerned, for this discussion, really, (laughs) out, out of sight, out of mind, that kills, quells the desire. I think I talked about in the last episode when I was talking about happiness and I mentioned there's that free webinar. It occurs to me there is a free focus and discipline webinar and I go into great deal detail about discipline and the fact that it is learnable that discipline is a habit. See, this is the other key point. When it comes to studying these kids and learning about not only how they went on to succeed or not succeed, what they find ultimately, which we we could have told them, is that these are learnable skills, delaying gratification, self-discipline. Discipline is a habit. So out of sight, out of mind helps you develop that habit. It also can help you develop the discipline of working out. If you get into this idea of changing your environment to support your new habits. I told you many times that I used to put my shoes, running shoes, right on the door on my tracking, my running tracking days. So it was like I'd have to walk over them and they were just sitting there and I just knew I had to lace them up and go run. So that's using the environment. That's that's the opposite. Out of sight, out of mind, insight right? It becomes a cue or a trigger. So if we're following par, plan, act, record, reassess, because we're using our intention. We have a plan. We put, we know when our running days are, we have target days, and then our shoes are right there. 
So in sight, in mind, out of sight, out of mind. But you can see all, all these things kind of fit, merge together nicely. So I, I just want you to apply this in whatever best fits for you. For some of you, it's going to be killing or quelling bad habits. For others, it's going to be improving the habit of discipline and building other habits. You can use it for both. You're tweaking your environment to change your behavior. Out of sight, out of mind, in sight, in mind. I I think we've covered it. The key is it's learnable. You, I hate to tell you you have to do anything, but you have to. You don't have to. You should follow PAR, plan, act, record, reassess for four weeks. That will develop the habit strength you're looking for. Now, if you're trying to eliminate a habit, you can use PAR in reverse. Right? Instead of minimum success criteria, which is to go over the bar, like 25 push-ups on your target days, you might, and I think it was a few weeks ago, we did the complaint. So if you were trying to, the complaint or complaining mind bullet, if you're trying to limit that, right, rather than a minimum success criteria, you have a maximum. So you don't allow yourself to go over say 10 complaints a day and you can you you can still follow par plan act record reassess just invert the maximum minimum excuse me minimum success criteria for the maximum success criteria you can increase habit strength or decrease it again in with the interest of uh, decreasing a or killing a habit so hopefully you know what I'm talking about when it comes to PAR. If not, Google PAR, get the tracking sheet, and you will figure it out from there. I just thought of another interesting thing. I could use it as a GTR somewhere else. I got an email from Ahmed in Egypt <laughs> about making sure the Android version is for sale. We have looked into that. We have now made that for sale in Egypt. So I appreciate it, Maude. appreciate the uh, kind words about the show. It blows me away. We got friends and allies and, and subscribers out in Egypt. So what a cool concept. So thank you for that. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Hit me with your emails and or tweets. And with that, we are done with this Mind Bullet. See you. Bye. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you, if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits, that is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a 
quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. And with that, I will see you on the next Mind Bullet Monday. I'm out.